0: Happy Tuesday! My name is Alan. My name's Nick. And finally, we are together again as we delve. Sorry, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) It's only been a week, Uh, man. Yeah, I know.
1: We did this last time as well.
0: Welcome into into the (laughs) dungeon.
1: This week we're leaving Shrew's backstory in the past, as we jump back to the present, in Axholm, where Dazzle and Norbus are currently scaling down the mountain after having escaped through the chimney, whilst downstairs Shrew's shrubberies are engaged in a battle with two ghouls. We left off the action on Shrew's turn, and just before he started to descend, the mountainside caught a glimpse of a strange winged beast fighting against a brewing storm, and then crashing. To the mountainside. We left just as he realized that this was a giant eagle. And this is exactly what we're picking up off of this week. With Shrew's turn, we're still in initiative order. It will be Shrew, Dazzling, Norbus, and then we're we'll going back to the top of the round with Murkub. Just to remind our listeners and Al, Murkub has already used both his rages and he is currently enraged. favian has used both his abilities. Fenna currently has one level 2, one level 3, and one level 4 spell. And Kaspers went super saiyan on us after
0: he passed away tragically in the heat of the battle.
1: And without further ado, it's over to Shrew.
0: Here we are. I want to carry on down the mountainside, the hillside, whatever it is, and follow Norbus and Dazzling. Are you
1: dashing down the mountain?
0: As fast as I can, yeah, climbing down as fast as I can. Want to get to the entrance where i expect my friends to be
1: your dash action takes you about halfway
0: down the mountainside all right i'll tell norbus and dazzling head towards the the exit or the entrance of this place by the way how how did you guys get in
1: okay that brings it over to dazzling and norbus who are scaling down the mountainside beside you they're actually almost side by side with you their dash will actually take them to the foot of the mountain and as they're climbing down Airwick came in through a different chimney and it led us into a room full of spiders. What you're Dazzling? I right, said so to Murkub. as we jump to the action downstairs in front of the portcullis where we've got giant Super Saiyan Caspus with Fenner riding upon his back. Murkub, and Fabian engage with these ghoulish
0: fiends. Murkub is gonna try and attack the ghoul that's closest to him, one of the ones that are flanking Fabian. Very well, roll to attack First roll of the night Let's make it a good one That's a total of 12 A 12 hits Oh yeah, just That's a d6 plus d d4 for the wounding damage That's a total of 10 damage Oh, he's down Oh yeah Okay, so he's no longer flanking the other one Mulkop doing anything else with his bonus No, but he would like to move Behind the last remaining ghoul and flank it with Favian. Alright, it's now over to the Banshee. Oh shit. You've
1: got no idea what's going on because Shrew can't see her given that he's scaling down the mountain and she doesn't appear to be within sight of Shrew's shrubberies. And so then the turn comes to Favian.
0: Favian is going to try and attack the last remaining ghoul here with advantage because he's being flanked.
1: Yep, so roll your first attack.
0: 23 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. That's a total of 12 damage. Not too shabby. Roll the nate on the damage roll. And I believe he has a second action, Fabian? Yeah, he's got a second attack. He's going again. 13 to hit. That just hits. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I need to, because Fabian is small right now, because of the potion. That hasn't worn off yet, has it? No, not yet. He still has a while as little Fabian. Then I need to roll a d4 and subtract that to the damage I rolled before. So I'll roll this now before I roll the new attack. It's a three.
1: Okay, so that total damage on the first attack is now a nine
0: instead of 12. And now I'll roll damage and I'll roll the d4 for the second attack. That's another eight on the damage and a two this time. So it's a total of 12 damage minus two, 10 damage total. Big attack. Yeah, around 20 something damage in one turn, right? Is Fabian doing anything else? He's moving to the side of the ghoul, just so that Caspers can have easier access to him.
1: Very well. Then over to
0: Caspers and Fenner. Caspers is going to walk up to that ghoul, the last remaining ghoul, and attack it. As a reminder to our listeners, Caspers, for all intents and purposes, is a bear, a brown bear, except for the look, you know? So his actions, right? His stats are that of a brown bear. He rolls with that advantage again, because the ghoul is being flanked. And he's going to go for the bite. That's 21 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. That's 1d8 for the bite. Alright, another 8. <laughs> High rolling. Cr- that's crazy today. 3 8s in a row. 8 plus 4, which I, is 12. And
1: just to clarify, that's 3 8s a row
0: on a d8. On a d8, yeah, max damage. 3 times in a row. Different dice as well. But well, that's 12 damage. Yeah, he's down yes get it
1: you just have the small inconvenience of finding a way out
0: now okay we'll deal with that now one thing at a time hopefully the banshee is preoccupied or I don't
1: know actually as you said that give me a perception check for your
0: true shrubberies
1: you can do it with advantage and pick the higher perception of your companions down there
0: I don't like this I don't like this one bit ooh Rolling like a tiger today, <laughs> easy tiger, like Tony the Tiger. It's twenty, natural twenty, natural twenty, natural twenty.
1: Okay, the person with the highest perception is Fenna. Fenna's ears prick up. She feels a shiver go down her spine. Deep within the hall, she's heard a sorrowful wail. <sighs> Damn it!
0: Damn it! Would that wail be coming further away from the hall next to us?
1: Yes, it seems to be coming from that sort of direction. No longer from above. It does sound like it's deep within, towards the back end of, okay. of Axom. So, as an educated guess with that nat 20, yeah, I'll say around the area of the throne room, which is where the Banshee would have last seen Shrew Shrubberies.
0: Okay. Could Fenner tell Kaspers something as they share the same turn? Would it be possible, before Casper does anything else, for Fenner to give him an instruction? I'd say yes. Because Fenner's still on Caspers' back. She wants to tell Caspers to dash through the double door, or at least run through the double door to get to the hallway.
1: The big central hall, yeah? Yeah. And we're saying dash here as Flavor, because he's already used his action to attack?
0: Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, just uh, run through the double door.
1: Okay, that takes Caspers and Fenner about 20 feet into that
0: hallway. All right, Fenner's going to tell Caspers to go back once she's off him she wants to get off Caspers and dash to the double door on her left
1: oh Caspers go back to Morgob and Fabian keep them safe All right, Fennel okay so just to clarify for our listeners and for me as well as the DM here when you say the door double doors to your left you're intending to go back towards the winch where you guys originally came in from and down that long corridor where you'd initially found the trail of blood which led you to one of Holly's men that's right yeah and Fen is dashing, you said? Dashing, yep. Which is 50 feet, as I know. All right, that takes her to about 10 feet away from one of the side tunnels that you found as you came in, which sort of led to a dead end. She's a good, she's a good 55 feet away from that single door beyond which was the pool of blood you found as you came into Axon. The action now jumps back upstairs to Shrew. How far up am I? you're 50 feet from the bottom so you're one turn dash from joining Dazzle and Norbus at the foot of this mountain
0: okay so yeah I'll dash I was gonna jump but no <laughs> that, could, <laughs> well, that
1: could kill me you can but you it would be what 5d6 uh,
0: 5d6 damage yeah <laughs> or a total of max total would be 30 30 damage
1: and you've got no wild ships left
0: could survive that
1: oh dear forget what I said don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know I'm thinking it's faster and a bit of a rush here. <laughs> you guys
1: can't see Al's face as he's looking at me. He's dead serious.
0: Oh, no, yeah, because like, Shrew is kind of worried, right? That hoping his friends have made it outside, or thinking that his friends have probably made it outside. I'll, I'll use my movement to go down an extra 25 feet, but I'm, I want to jump the last 25 feet.
1: So you want to move down 25 feet and
0: then drop. Yeah, my Next movement way. is 25 feet So I want to move down and then drop Just let go of the, of the thing and, Of the mountainside And just drop down the last 25 feet And try and land on my feet
1: Alright, I'll say give me a, an acrobatics check as you drop down And then I'll, I'll determine whether you take full damage or not A total of 20 Alright, I'll say you, you manage to sort of tuck and roll as you drop down Parkour! So, so you'll you'll take half damage instead of the full damage. So it's two mm. d6.
0: Nice. Two ones. Come on. Not quite. Oh.
1: It's a six and a three. Well, half down to four.
0: Not too bad. I'll take it. Hopefully your gamble pays off. So now I'm down there, and I want to use my action to dash towards the port and shout as I'm leaving, Norbus, dazzling, follow me.
1: Alrighty then. On that note, it's over to dazzling Norbus. I'll wait for a shrew. Do you want them to dash beyond you? Because they've got their full movement, so they, they can get a good 25 feet beyond you.
0: Nah, let them stay behind me.
1: Okay, so you're now flanked on either side by Dazzle and Morbus. Okay. The action goes back
0: inside the Portcullis to Murkob. Murkob is going to go to the Portcullis and carry on trying to lift it up. He's going to attempt by himself. He's kind of desperate and doesn't really know what to do. He imagines that Fen has gone for the winch and he's staying there trying to help from in there
1: Murugob is flexing his muscles and really putting his back and legs into this, but the Forkhalis is not budging
0: damn it so no rolls. so it's impossible
1: the important thing to highlight Murugob has now lost his rage as he has not attacked or been attacked in this round
0: he pinches himself
1: <laughs> <laughs> slaps his face <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: it's now over to the banshee no no True Shrubberies are hearing this moan, again echoing throughout axom Sounds significantly closer now. <coughs> Murgub is trying to lift this Portcullis to no avail. Caspus is sort of looking at Murgub, but as true Shrubberies have heard this moan, Fabian looks over his shoulder to the open doors. He can see this ghostly apparition closing fast in the double doors, Damn it. which have been left burst open by Caspus as he went through them. She's just 10 feet away from
0: Caspus. And so it's over to Fabian. Fabian is gonna try and help Murkub lift up the Pokalis.
1: Like Murkub, he flexes his muscles. But in, even in his diminutive state, he's there, hulking to no avail. It won't budge. It's so now to Fenner and Caspus. Who do you wanna go first?
0: I'll go with Caspus. He's gonna to listen to Fenner and run back to where Fabian and Murkub are. And then Fenner is going to dash towards the winch. All right, that dash
1: takes Fenner right up to the door, beyond which was that pool of blood you discovered as you came in. The door that led to the winch, right? That's correct. She's, what, 10 feet away from the winch? She's still on the side of the door. That's in the corridor, so she's She's 15 feet away from the winch. Okay. She can get there in her next turn. The action jumps back outside now to Shrew, Dazzling and Norbus. Shrew dashes towards the portcullis. Okay, that takes you to just 15 feet away from the actual Portcullis, and 5 feet away from that arrow slit that you had squeezed your way into a few weeks ago in real life, but not more than a couple of hours ago in game time. I take Edazzle and Norbus are dashing with Shrew.
0: Yeah, they want to dash and catch up to Shrew.
1: From here, Shrew can now see that his, some of his companions are alive and well. You can see that Murakub and little Fabian are trying to lift the the portcullis you can also see much to your surprise a an enormous looking caspus far greater in size than you've ever seen him it looks the size of a brown bear to you and beyond and through the double doors which are open that you can see through the portcullis you see that banshee that you had seen upstairs
0: all. quickly open open the portcullis there's there's a, the, the banshee she's behind you where, where, where's Venna kidopse say.
1: Make yourself useful. Fenner run off. I think she's trying to get the winch. Okay, okay. L- leave it to me.
0: I'll help her out.
1: That's as much as I'll allow you to, to get in there.
0: It's back to Murkob. Murkob is going to hold his action for one last humph, one last push of the portcullis when everyone is doing so at the same time. When he feels perhaps a portcullis start to move a bit because Fenna has finally got to the winch and she might be struggling with it. He wants to try and help push it up then when it's in motion. Alright. He's waiting also for Fabian to do the same. You know, kind of tells Fabian about his idea. Wait for the right moment.
1: Fabian understands and nods. So whilst Murgob is bracing himself waiting for a sign of that portcullis to move together with Fabian The action jumps now to the Banshee. And she gets right up in Caspus's business. Oh no,
0: Caspus a.k.a. the meat shield.
1: She's going to roll for the Banshee just to see what she does, which one of her abilities she's going to use, because she's kind of in a blind rage at the moment. She's seen her quarry escape through the chimney. She's gone down to get her new soldiers. And to her surprise, they weren't where she had left them. She's seen them all standing very much alive and well. What is she going to do? Or is she going to try and raise the dead again that you have already slain? Mm. Is that a thing she can do? Well, I I take it you've heard the episode of how Axon came to be? Yes. She's going to attack Caspus. So she's going to make an attack roll on him. And that is... Miss, 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 miss. Total of sixteen. Ooh, I didn't realize the brown bears' AC was that low.
0: Yes, it's twelve, I think, right? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, that—that's a good hit. It's a big target, easy to hit. Yeah, let's roll for damage. 1 Oh,
1: cockled. Oh, cockled again. And there we go. You'll be pleased with that, because the two cockles were consecutive sixes. (laughs) It's not a six, I'll tell you that now. It's a total of nine necrotic damage on (laughs) Caspus. He lets out a whimper, (laughs) as he's down about a third of his points. A third? Almost a third, yeah. That's not that much, is it? He does not have that many hit points. Hmm. That brings the Banshee's turn to an end
0: damn banshee let's see if we can get out this turn
1: yeah, So it's a to Fabian is Fabian holding his action to do the same as Murko
0: yeah yeah he feels a bit of budge on those on the portcullis he's gonna push with all his might and then get out of there
1: it's over to Fener and Kaspers. who's going first here does Caspus reach the portcullis I mean Caspus is about 5 feet away from the portcullis 10 feet sorry technically but five, if he moves 5 feet he'll be in front of it currently being blocked by Murkoban and little fabian
0: he wouldn't reach above them to try and help push it up the bear's reach is five foot only he'd have to reach over he'd have to disengage yeah then he's gonna turn around and attack the banshee what's he going with first his bite 17 to hit that does hit <laughs> this time it's a one oh to- no <laughs> yeah a total of five damage all right
1: as he bites through this ethereal form. Doesn't really dig into
0: anything of substance. But she does winch a little in pain. He's following that with his claw attack. Don't think this will hit, it's a 13. Oh, but it does. Oh yes, that's 2d6. 6 and a 1. The ying and the yang. 7 plus 4, 11 damage.
1: Much like the bite, the claws don't really grasp onto anything. Is she, she, she dead of, though? No, she's definitely not dead. No. Well, she is dead, but oh, yeah, well. undead. Is Caspus using any bonuses or are we jumping over to Fenner? Jumping over to Fenner. Alright, so I take it Fenner's using her 15 feet of movement to get to that
0: winch? Yeah, and then her action to start winching that winch. Alrighty, give me a athletics check. With advantage, because Murkob and Fabian are pushing up at the same time.
1: I'll say yes. Yeah! <laughs> I'll say yes. <laughs> Alright.
0: Fenner is at plus zero on strength. Stronger than Shrew. Oof, that's a natural one. And a 12, so 12
1: total. The gate doesn't budge. She's trying to turn this winch. And even with Murkob and Fabian pushing up, nothing happens. Damn it. She's starting to panic. Oh! I'm not strong enough!
0: It's over to Shrew. Shrew is going to try and squeeze through that hole that uh, leads to the winch.
1: For the, the arrow slit that you had come in once through, yes? Yep.
0: Are the dwarves following you? Stay there. Don't don't follow me in. I don't want a repetition of what happened in the chimney. Your bums are too rotund. They're not going to follow. Help with the portcullis. I'm going to ask you for an acrobatics check to squeeze in through this
1: this arrow slit before you get to Fana.
0: Come on, I need this.
1: Acrobatics. True must be dexterous, come on.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's only a two. Plus two, I mean. Oh, dear. Oh, no, only a plus two. Oh, sorry. So, but it's not much better. It's a nine total. Oh,
1: just you're squeezing through. You can feel, quite ironically, your dear ear just slightly wedged in. I'll say you managed to just squeeze through, but it's going to cost you five feet of movement.
0: They still get up to the winch, or?
1: No, you're painfully close, though it you're just five feet away from it
0: can i it's use just within reach can i use my action to dash up to it
1: yes i'll say you can use your action you're now next to Fena. oh Shrew, i thought
0: you were gone don't be preposterous how am i going to go the plan is to meet outside why are you still in here well we, we can't get out
1: over to dazzle and Norbus. they are rushing up to the portcullis yeah
0: yeah they want to again when it budges try and help it up ghost back over to murkob same thing murkob still holding his action still trying to push the Pokalis up when he feels a bit of budge
1: then it's over to the banshee she's locking in on caspas she's sensing a potential new super soldier for her ranks here damn it <laughs> oh dear i'm not even gonna bother adding because it's a natural 19 which definitely hits
0: Roll low, roll low. How low can you go?
1: That's a total of twelve necrotic Oof. damage on Caspus. That's
0: not low at all. That's the opposite of low. That's high.
1: Could have been much higher. It actually wasn't that good a row.
0: We need to get out of here quick. Caspas I, I don't think is gonna last another round.
1: Yeah, Caspus has probably got one hit left in him at the moment. Ooh. It has to be now. Will there be a third and final form, like anime and manga, or <laughs> is this it?
0: Well, I don't want to find out, really. So, what's Fabian? Same. He's staying there, holding his turn, to use it to try and push the book up as soon as it gives a bit of way.
1: Alright, so we then jump to Fenner and Casper.
0: Who's going first? Fenner She's going to start winching. I-, I suppose Shrew can't help, because...
1: Not at the moment, but I mean, you, you can't get more than advantage, so. With yeah. Fabian and.
0: Well, maybe the DC lowers with so many people. Mm, maybe. So maybe I could. Nah, let's do it. Fenner's gonna go. Try and winch it up.
1: Alright, roll with advantage then.
0: Come on. It's athletics.
1: 12 again. It's not enough. It's not budging. She's panicking. Oh! <laughs> I'm not strong enough. <laughs> True help me So it's a Casper.
0: Casper's is dead. In a last effort to get rid of the Banshee, he's gonna try and attack. Her again. Bite first. 24 to hit. Yeah, that definitely hits. Six damage. Okay. And then he's gonna go for Just so
1: that our listeners can keep track. That six is half down. Because she's resistant.
0: Then he's gonna go for the slash. Twenty-four to hit. Ooh, again, you're rolling high today. Yeah, but not when it's needed. Not for the not for bloody winch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Roll for damage. 2d6, plus 4. 10 damage. Half down to 5. Banshee's still hovering strongly in there. Doesn't seem particularly phased by these hits. It's over to Shrewd, and Norbis. Shrew's going to attempt to winch the winch himself. All right, because Fabian and Murkub i already held their action and used it to help with Fenner. Unfortunately this moment is not gonna be with advantage. Total of 17. Ooh. Shrew, baby!
0: <laughs>
1: True in a moment of panic gets a surge of strength, and the winch starts to slowly give way. Help me out, Fenner! It's only moved a couple of inches, but it's moving. You can sense it's gonna take little more to get it open enough, but it started slow winch. So Dazzle and Norbus are bracing themselves on the Porcalis as well. It's a combined effort of true shrubberies together with Dazzle and Norbus ready to push this up. The action jumps to Murkub.
0: Murkub looks over his shoulder, sees that Kaspas is suffering but unfortunately there's not much he can do to heal him and he feels that maybe just maybe one last push is all that's needed to get out of here. So he's going to continue trying Push up to get out of here.
1: Okay, so over to the Banshee. She's heard the portcullis give way slightly. She remembers her last prey running away. She's gonna carry on attacking Caspus? Or well, what is she gonna do? I'm gonna do a quick roll to see what she does. Alrighty. This time she's gonna use a different ability. I need Caspus, Murkub, Favian Dazlin, and Norbus. Shrew and Fenner have saved themselves from this. I need a wisdom, a saving throw.
0: So I'll roll for Norbus and Dazzling first together. Okay. Norbus is a total of nine, and Dazzling is a total of 13.
1: All right, so Dazzling saves. Norbus starts shaking in his boots. He's
0: bricking it. (laughs) He's terrified. Okay. He's frightened. I'm going to roll for... Fabian, Morkob, and Caspas. now. Fabian is a total of 20. Ooh, Fabian saves. Morkob a total of 12.
1: Morkob's biceps start trembling. Steve starts start chattering. He looks really worried. He's terrified at this moment. He's scared.
0: Caspas is a total of four.
1: Kaspers starts quivering in his fur as well. He's terrified. That ends her turn, and it's now over to Fabian.
0: Fabian is going to do the same, help with the Porcalis push it up one last big heave and try and get out of here
1: all right that takes us over to Fenner and Caspus. who's going first Fenner. all right Fenner can roll with advantage everybody's heaving and hoeing now well apart from Murkub and Norbus who are shaking they're still trying to push but they look like they're shit in their pants right now 12 oh just Oof. the Porcalis starts to budge I know, just to clarify for our listeners, because they may be confused, given that a 12 did not do anything before, but with each person that's been helping, I've been affecting the DC, and now that 12 is enough, it's about a foot off the floor now, instead of a few inches. You feel the winch starting to give way, you know that one big heave-ho will finally open it. Kaspers, what are you doing, baby?
0: He's trying to strike at this panshee again
1: all right so roll to attack this time with disadvantage as he is scared
0: 14 total 14 hits this is a bite again a total of nine damage that's half down to a four and he's following up as usual with a slash again with disadvantage 14 again
1: yeah that hits Caspis is really going mano-a-mano with this banshee total of 11 damage all right it's another five damage Banshee's ethereal form momentarily flickers. She seems to have noticed those last two hits. She does not look happy. <laughs> Might as well kill her at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage for Caspus, Because it's the end of his turn. Uh, five. He remains sh- shaken.
0: So it's a Shrew and then Dazzler and Norbis. Shrew is going to use his action to winch the winch. Advantage. Yes. Fourteen total. Shrew, having felt the winch give way
1: with Fenner, is pushed on with expectation and belief as he puts his back into it, and together with Fenner, starts spinning the the winch ferociously as it starts to move more and more freely. With a groan of steel and stone, the winch gives way fully. The portcullis is open. Alright
0: it's time to get out of here
1: so now Fenner and Shrew your muscles are twitching as you're holding this heavy portcullis open for your companions to get out no we did it Shrew <sighs>
0: it was all you I, I just loosened it up a bit
1: oh, like, like a like a jar of jam
0: that's right yes, but with far graver consequences if we don't get it open other than not having your favourite snack over to dazzle Norbus so Norbus being scared frightened is going to try and get away from the banshee now thinking that because the portcullis is open it'll be much easier for her to get out although being ethereal and everything she could probably get out anyway
1: right, as it moves over to Norbus because he was scared I mean true can't see what's going on from where he is but because he is scared and he was terrified as he's about to take his action and move away from the Banshee. He realizes that he's been lifted up along with the Portcullis. It's it's a safe distance for him to drop down, but, you know, his companions have seen him, like, be lifted with the Portcullis, his legs are dangling.
0: He's gonna swing off it and run.
1: By run, you mean dash with his action? Or?
0: Yeah, he's probably shit scared. He's gonna get as far away as he can. Very well.
1: Give me a wisdom saving throw as well, as he manages to get his full... 50 feet distance between him and the Banshee. With disadvantage? No, because he's no longer within line of sight of us. so...
0: Ooh. That's a natural one.
1: Oh, he's still shitting his pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no. Correction. He shat his pants. There's
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no longer the stench of death outside, but uh, a different kind mm-hmm. of odour.
0: Uh, yeah. What's Dazzling doing? Dazzling is actually gonna grab Murkub, seeing that he himself is terrified and try to drag him away
1: alright is he doing this dashingly is that even a word
0: <laughs> we'll have to look it up but um, can he if would his action be trying to pull Murkub?
1: yeah I guess his action will be to grab him like a grapple I guess and then he can move with Murkub.
0: then no he's not dashing dashering or whatever you said
1: <laughs> <laughs> So he managed... I mean, I'll say it's an automatic success on the grapple. He just grabs hold of Murkob and starts pulling him away. He manages to pull the hulking frame of Murkob 10 feet away from the portcullis. He's now on the safe side of it.
0: Well, what Shrew knows is the safe side of it, but the Shrew Shrubberies haven't seen the Banshee try to escape or mm. try to leave Axon, so. That's correct. Now we're to Murkob. Murkob is gonna scramble up, kind of knock Dazzling over and try and break the grapple, as he himself is scared and is trying to get as far away as possible from the Banshee.
1: Alright, give me an athletics check for Murkub, with disadvantage because he's still frightened.
0: That's a total of 16.
1: He just manages to brush off Dazzling. What are you doing Murkub?
0: And he's running.
1: So he manages to get 30 feet away. Give me a wisdom saving throw, this time without disadvantage.
0: Eighteen.
1: Oh, now he's put some distance. Murgub is feeling more like himself again. That takes Murgub right up next to Norbus. Okay. He catches a whiff of something unpleasant in the air.
0: <laughs> Probably used to it. Not saying that all orcs stink, but this one does. Now is it the banshee. Banshee time? Wasn't it Fabian's turn? No, no,
1: no. It's the banshee first. Oh, true. She's going to keep focusing on this badger in front of her. She's seen three of her potential prey escape. But she senses that this poor giant badger is at death's door. She's gonna give up on Favian. She's focusing on Caspus.
0: Hold the door! Hold door!
1: I just roll it with my eyes closed, because I'm tense as can be here! And that's a natural 19.
0: <laughs> yeah, that hits. Hold the door! Hold door! Caspus is... Doing everything he can so that his friends can get away safely.
1: Oh, that hit takes Caspus to just two points <sighs> on HP. Door. He's looking battered. Hold the door! But he's still standing.
0: Hold the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a Fabian? Fabian is gonna try and grab the hulking bulk that is Caspus and try and drag him out away from danger, seeing that he's at his limits.
1: So little Fabian, forgetting his diminutive size, grabs onto Caspus with ease as he starts sort of running towards the portcullis. He gets a rude awakening as his feet sort of like move on the spot, kind of like the cartoons. Caspus isn't budging as a full-size, ginormous badger the size of a brown bear. It's well in excess of the maximum wait that Favian could budge
0: very well slightly having his ego hurt he lets go and gets out of there
1: Fabian gets out of there <laughs> he's within safe range good just Caspus is left inside of the Banshee it's over to Fenner and Caspus. I'm guessing Caspus is gonna go first
0: yeah Caspus is gonna go first and he being frightened is gonna try and get away as far away from the Banshee as he can but he's going to disengage if he's able to yeah that would be his action He's disengaging and leaving. Caspus
1: is now beyond the portcullis and away from the Banshee's grasp, who lets out a mournful wail as she sees another of her prey abandon her. So we now jump over to Fenner. Now Fenner and Shrew can't really see from where they are turning this winch, or rather holding this winch up for the portcullis, but they can hear the commotion they've heard, the footsteps of all their companions now
0: leave the area of the portcullis. I imagine that thinking that everyone's left, she would want to double check before letting go of the portcullis. The last thing we want to do is keep anyone trapped in there after how hard it was to lift the portcullis up. So she's just going to quickly shout, is everyone outside? Is everyone safe?
1: Is everyone outside? Is everyone safe?
0: She hears Fabian shouting back, release the portcullis! She does that, she lets go of the winch and tries to make her way out of the arrow slit. Okay, give me a strength
1: check for Shrew. Eleven. As Fenner lets go, you feel the weight of the portcullis pulling on your arms. You can feel the burn in your muscles. And then your arms sort of start following with the winch as it starts going. (laughs) The portcullis slams down, shutting the entrance to this forsaken fortress. Fenner's rushing towards that. Arrow slit that you had initially come in from. Give me an acrobatics check for her. That's a total of eleven? In her panic to get out, Fenner gets about halfway through the gap, and her cloak has got caught on the jagged edge of the arrow slit. She's tantalizingly close to getting out. It's over to Shrew.
0: Shrew's gonna let go of the winch and run up to Fenner. Try and push her through. Alright, give me a athletic check with advantage. That's a one which I cannot roll, so I'll roll that one again. Fourteen total. Shu runs up and barges into the back of Fenna.
1: Her cloak tears a little where it had been caught. Oh, watch yourself, Shu! As she tumbles onto the other side of this arrow slit. One sausage too many! Do
0: I still have my action, or was that it? That
1: was your action. Dazzling and
0: what are you doing? They keep running. They just keep running, thinking that the Banshee... We'll soon catch up to them, so they run further away from Axon.
1: Okay, give me a Wisdom saving throw for Norbus.
0: Nine total.
1: Oh, Norbus is still... he's running sort of like... like waddling as there's something in his pants as he's trying to run away.
0: Wow. He's terrified. So, to Murkob. Murkob is also gonna run away, but he won't dash, he'll just run his full movement. Try and keep close to the others, in case a banshee attacks them.
1: All right, of course he doesn't know that she can't leave yet, does he? No. Then it's over to the banshee. The banshee not being able to leave, but knowing that there's still somebody inside, moves through the wall and positions herself right next to Shrew.
0: Uh, Can't get rid of her.
1: She's going to try and hit him. Ooh, that does not hit. Oof good total of nine yeah
0: it doesn't it's over to Fabian Fabian is gonna run up to where Morkov is hold the line there
1: and then it's over to Fena
0: Fena is gonna ready her action stick her hands through the slit she just came out from and wait for Shu. as soon as he tries to get out she wants to help him okay Caspas. Caspas is still scared can't really see the banshee but knows the general location so he won't get closer to Morkov or Fabian, but he's not gonna run away yet, he's just staying where he is. Very well. It's then over to Shrew. I'm gonna try and disengage and crawl out of this slit if I can. Well, your
1: action is to disengage. I'll say that you're you poke your head through to try and you know squeeze out of this hole, which would have been your action, which you can't do. But because Fenner held her action, she's seen you, she's grabbed you, she's gonna try and pull you. Ooh, let's see. So give me, yeah, give me an, an athletics check. We'll say she's going to try and forcefully pop you out of this hole.
0: Total of 12. Fenner has been rolling a lot of 12s today. Well, that 12 is just enough. Popped. A shrew.
1: It's popped through that little hole. Uh, thank, thank you, Fena. You. She,
0: she caught up to me. Let's get the, the hell out of here, shrew. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I use my movement to continue towards Fabian and Morkov and wait there.
1: It's over to Dazzling and Norbus. We'll continue running, I guess, or at
0: least Norbus, who's this, who's still terrified. Well, if they're already far enough, I think they'll they'll stop. Obviously, obviously, Norbus, who is still scared, isn't going to walk in the direction of Axon, but he's just going to stay there, dazzling the same, trying to comfort his dwarven brother.
1: All right, give me a wisdom saving throw for Norbus. I'm going to say with advantage as Dazlin slaps him across the face and starts shaking him. I said comfort, not. <laughs> that is comforting. Snap out of it, Norbus! 14. With that slap and that shake, Norbus finally snaps out of it. He's no longer scared. So it's a Murkub.
0: Murkub stays there until he sees all his party together again. Fena is missing. She's still a few feet away, I imagine. He's holding his turn, though. If the banshee gets out and close to them he wants to attack all
1: right on that note it's over to the banshee she is pissed having seen shu escape her clutches yet again and she sort of manages to get her head through this gap with her arms either side of the arrow slit and again you see these or rather I can see these ethereal tethers holding her to Axom. as she starts shaking her head ferociously her ashen hair Waving around her. She starts screaming and screaming in rage. She can't believe so Now over to Fenna. She's seeing this
0: horrifying vision right next to her. Fenna is going to cast Guiding Bolt as a level 4.
1: Oh, Fenna. <laughs> Fenna, baby. Alright then, Fenna. Roll me a spell attack.
0: Natural 20. Oh, <laughs> Fenna. <laughs>
1: Fena, Fena, She is pissed with this Banshee. This Banshee knocked her and her companions down, flat out killed Caspus. She's confused at what's happened to Caspus. He's come back somehow bigger and better than before. Roll for damage. That's 7d6. Fena doubled. <laughs> doubled.
0: <laughs> I hope. I hope I roll high with Don't that. Don't
1: roll all the ones now.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a total of 52 damage.
1: What?! (laughs) 52 damage?! That would have almost flat out killed her with a one hit. (laughs) Overkill Fenna. How does Fenna want to see off this banshee?
0: Well, Fenna was about to turn and run, but then she heard the banshee scream and wail and that just kind of ticked her off a bit, you know? As you said, visions of Caspers falling, her and her friends also falling, the possibility of true shrubberies having ended here flickered into her mind and she just thought she couldn't leave this wretched evil exist anymore what of other travelers what of halia's men they surely must have been avenged too perhaps shrew's plan wasn't the best one perhaps running away wasn't the greatest idea and this evil should have been felled and destroyed once and for all she quickly turns a flash of light forming in her hands as she motions to cast a spell then thrusting her hands forward lets loose of the spell the flash of light streaks towards the banshee and she says shut the fuck up
1: bitch as she shouts it out her hands start shaking and she's breathing heavier and heavier she holds a spell longer than she normally would this banshee gets hit straight in the center of her forehead, gets enveloped by this radiant light which consumes her, lets out an explosion out of this pure rage that Fen has conjured from the weave, crumbling the arrow slit from which she was poking her head from, which comes crashing down with a roar. The Banshee is no more.
0: Well, yes, yes, that's another way of doing it, I suppose, yes. Fenner turns her
1: head over her shoulder, and looks towards Shrew, who notices that her eyes are glowing with a white, radiant light. She looks pissed.
0: Yeah, Shrew's not going to say anything else right now.
1: Fenner suddenly drops to both her knees, starts breathing heavily, her hands holding her up. She starts breathing heavier and heavier. <sighs> She starts looking at her hands, maze of this new power.
0: We all rush up to her. Venner, uh, th- that that was incredible. If if I knew you'd had this kind of power, I would have sent you up the mountain by yourself. You could fell two dragons, let alone one. She sort of shakes her head. Oh, oh, we made it. We yes. We made it. Yes. Yes. Thanks to my idea, of course. Yes. And and to all of you. This was this was a joint. A joint effort, and oh, yes, indeed, we almost died. Hmm. <sighs> what? What do you mean? What the hell happened to Cas? Caspers? What the? Does... What? Oh, oh, is oh! Is that it... Caspers? I. I oh, didn't. It's a badger. It's Caspers. But yes. Well, I didn't really. I, I. wasn't thinking. Of course, Has he been eating more than he should, Fenners? I don't know. He. He died. He died. What do you mean? He died. Is he? Is he a ghost now? And I start poking Caspers.
1: He feels very fluffy and soft to you. No!
0: He's fluffy and soft! What are you saying? He died.
1: He was downed and then... Fabian was
0: running off with him on his shoulders and... He slipped
1: away. He died. And then, all of a sudden, he just kept growing. Have you? Have
0: you spoken to him? No. Is he the same, Caspus? His voice was the same. Oh, what is that god-awful smell? Well, now that you say it, yes, uh, it wasn't here before. It's like a lingering smell. I, I don't know. Anyway, we its probably the decay from the, from Axon. yes, the d- d- decay. Hmm. <laughs> G- give me a perception check for Shrew.
1: Twenty-one. Shrew notices that Norbus looks a little sheepish, and the stench seems to be coming from him.
0: Hmm. Norbus, you are you okay? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Be I mean better. Well, yes. It's, anyway, it's probably the decay. Yes, the decay from the from Axum. Um, are we all okay then? I think so. I think we need a short rest after this. By the way, that was a shit plan. True. Oh. We should have stuck together. Well, you can't say it was shit when it worked. Let Let's just. We're all alive. We're we all by
1: your whisker.
0: Well, but it worked. Okay. So. I'm still your size. This is ridiculous. Well. Yeah. Well, when's this gonna stop working? I don't know. Maybe you need to to hold your breath for two minutes until you're blue in the face, and then maybe it mm, tends to work with magic. I'm not
1: trying any more of your made-up remedies, true sure. Fair enough. Let's get the hell out of Axel.
0: Yes. Well, we are already out. Um, we should rest. But, but perhaps you don't want to hear this. But, but I saw something fall from the sky. No, I, I,
1: oh. I thought you were going to say you saw something in there I'm not going
0: back in there Well, that too, that too What? Yes What are you talking about, Shrew? Going back in there No, 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 no We can discuss this later There is a chest there With the emblem of Kijomas brother It seems that perhaps the ring you have, Fabian, could unlock it Now you know that we need all the help we can To kill a dragon, no less You're proposing to go back in there? Well, they're, well There's still... God knows what else in there well, the banshee's dead, uh, thanks to Fenna, and if we have a little rest, I could wild shape again. I wild shape in, I grab whatever's inside the chest, and I wild shape out as a bat, of course. It'll be easy. It'll be quick. Nothing will happen. Oh my God! I can't believe you're gonna go back. Now, and now, now! I understand. My lost plan, perhaps, had its hiccups. You're, you're suggesting to go back in there again No. no. Sc-
1: we're splitting up again Just. we've, we've got Dazzling and Norbus, we came for them we've barely got out with our lives
0: are you saying I'm getting greedy what if whatever's in there will help us kill the dragon think about that what if it's, what if it's a trap what do you mean a trap a trap chest well I'll check for traps of, of course like every good adventurer does trust me when have I failed you now, before that, though, I saw a very curious creature fall from the sky, yes.
1: True notices that Favian rolls his eyes when he says, When have I ever failed you? <laughs> I, I he, he, it.
0: He's made no attempt to hide it. I expected it and quickly ignore it. Moving on to the next subject at hand. At first, I thought it was a dragon. But no. I think it was a bird. Big bird. How big are we talking? Bigger than you. Well, that's not
1: particularly difficult given my current predicament.
0: More or less the size of Caspus as he is now.
1: Is that something else we're going to have to fight and run away from? I don't
0: know, but it did fall from very high up. It was struck by lightning, and it seems like it needs our help. Not to mention that I want to get a close look at it. Remember, I'm a druid. If I can turn into a big bird, that would surely aid us at some point. What's the plan, then? Well, let's look for this. Unfortunate creature. Let's see if I can talk to him. You don't have to get close if you don't want to. I'll go by myself slowly. No, it's a touchy subject.
1: You want to do this before resting and getting your powers back?
0: Yes. What if it needs help? What if it's dying? It fell from far, far up. It might need our help urgently. Well, I'm a druid. I'll have you know, and I'm here to protect the wild, to protect the creatures of these areas. I can't turn my back in a creature in need, no, no, not at all. Especially a natural creature.
1: Are you sure this was natural?
0: Well,
1: it's a bird. It wasn't one of those uh, things like Surtas,
0: was it? No, no, no. No, no, I'm sure of it. Let's get closer. Let's sneak up. We don't have to do this. I mean, unless you all want to rest a bit. I understand. Perhaps you've been through a lot more than I have. By the sound of it, I just worry. I'll how far is it? Not sure how far, but it's past the, the frozen geyser. The unfortunate souls. Anyway, I'll head over. If you don't want to come, you don't have to. I'll go slowly and just, just want to take a look. If it looks fine and doesn't need help, I'll leave it alone and I'll come back. If it needs help, I'll let you know. And we take it from there. What do you think? I think we should stick together. You're coming, then see what choice
1: we have i'm not letting you go alone again
0: are you all okay i guess let's go look for this bird then all right let's go I kind of start heading in the direction that i think the bird might have fallen
1: all right give me a survival check with advantage 22 total so shoe shrubberies, venture through the rugged terrain at the foot of the sword mountains after a little while true starts to recognize some of this land as that he had seen from the cliffs above, and sure enough, after a little while, you come across a striking and forlorn sight, for nestled in a shallow, rocky crevice, you discover an injured giant eagle, its massive wings spread wide, its feathers gleaming like polished bronze, it lies clearly in pain, an expression of stoic determination though, which contrasts with its dire condition, and that's what we're going to call it a session.
0: it! almost got to talk to him Ohar
1: yeah almost I I know Druid Shrew is desperate for that
0: (laughs) still got spells enough spells to cast speak with animals so
1: I guess worst case you could also do it as a as a ritual I guess I think you can yeah I think you can but yeah we finally got out of Axome although Shrew has just informed us the listeners and his party that intends to go back in
0: yeah there's a chest there that we need to open I'm curious
1: mmm will curiosity kill the shrew no surely not <laughs> surely not but yeah I hope you've enjoyed this episode it's been great to have both of us back in the studio again after a couple of weeks of failing our constitution saves mm-hmm. but yeah if you want to hear us talk more about the episodes we play why not head on over to wwwi 2 Follow our links to our Buy Me A Coffee page, where, in exchange for joining one of our membership tiers, you get access to bonus podcast episodes, which are bite-sized, like a little aperitif. A snack, a if snack. you will. tasty morsel, mm-hmm. where we usually go over the sessions we have just played. And whilst you're over there, why not buy us a coffee, or rather a potion, which will appear in-game, or even a item spell scroll or weapon
0: from our shop the weapons are sold out though ooh yeah thanks to Anthony again for that
1: but yeah there's a few things there if you wanna be a part of the story we tell and influence the adventures we play
0: but if you can't donate or you can't become a member worry not because you can still help us tremendously by subscribing to us on YouTube following us on Twitter joining our Discord and most importantly liking us on the podcast player of your choice or rating us maybe leave a review you know that kind of cool stuff and we are extremely grateful for that so thank you very much
1: and that brings us on to the end of the episode club the last one standing you know what to do by now this is episode 66 we give you a password you use it in a witty or funny or whatever kind of comment you want and you can enter our weekly competition to become the Guido masfrada
0: in Discord, we have a section where we post the winner and then award him or her the title of El Guijo Mas Vradar. What is this week's password, Nick? Today's password is heavy shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: because it's been a heavy episode and that poor incident with uh, the Nobus. Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. I, 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 I'm not entirely sure if that's a saying. Away from where we are, I've got a feeling it is. I think it harks back to Cheech and Chong.
0: Oh, really? That's some
1: heavy shit, man. Oh, yeah, then it must be. I think I think it comes from that. But, yeah, heavy shit, because shit got heavy and real. And, you know, Norbus. The less I say, the better.
0: Yeah, Norbus. Norbus' incident. Anyway, you know what to do. Use it. Do not abuse it. And make us laugh or whatever. We said wh- what we said before. Without (laughs) further ado, (laughs) doo-doo, see what I did there? Without further ado-doo, we bid you farewell, and we'll catch you next time as we delve into into the dungeon. dungeon.
1: I don't even know this
0: 14. Ah <laughs> that, that was that was not a sound effect added to post I followed ah Yeah, that, that wasn't a sound effect added post recording. That was Nick taking one for the team and driving the the realism home and slapping his own face. Yeah, I, I've overdone. it. <laughs> I've
1: actually taken my breath away. I,
0: I, I wish he would would have been here to see it. It was both gracious and ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh.